The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Station. 205 on this uh, hump day. He's not even paying attention to me. Of course I am. Yeah. Hi, Jaylen Nye. <laughs> Just uh, dealing with the tech issue, but it's all worked out. Yeah, isn't it always just uh, there's something and it, it, it fidgets and it moves and it does something and it's just, it's like, Ugh! Yeah, it's almost like I was just deleting emails is all I was doing yeah. off my tablet. And you just swipe left to do that. But as you Sounds do that. Sounds easy. Yeah, as you do that, it gives you a, a second of, a sober second thought to change your mind. So you wait. Um because if you go to the next one and that happens to be the moment at which it decides it did delete the last one, you now delete the wrong one. And oftentimes you'll say to me, well, there was an email about that. And I'll think, well, yeah. how did I not get that? Yeah. And yet I did and I deleted Double it. Double tapped so, it and it was gone. There you go. Yeah. And you know what? Interesting because that ties into one of our stories that uh, we thought we might talk about today and about technology and about computers mm. and how that has impacted your work-life balance and how much time you're actually spending on the computer. And this, uh, some numbers from Statistics Canada just released. Interesting. We're spending a lot of time on it. Well, I'm always somewhat concerned and disappointed when I see numbers related to your amount of uh, time spent on the internet because I think I... It's sort of like looking at debt numbers and realizing you have twice as much as everybody yeah. else. Uh, I spend far too much time on the internet. Mm. And I assume, as many do, that whatever time I spend is normal until you see a survey like this and then yeah. you realize, wow, that... I mean, the second I walk in the door of my house and assuming I acknowledge the Carol or the kids, I go directly to my computer. Do you, yeah? I do, and I check, uh, you know, festival mail, my personal mail, um, Chad mail, then I go to Twitter, then I go to Facebook and see if people have posted on either the Chad account, the festival account, my account. I mean, by the time you get through it all, it's supper time. And then there has to be some recreational activity on the mm-hmm. on the computer. So I do spend too much time. Mm-hmm. There's no question. And I play online slots <laughs> for imaginary money. My mother-in-law loves the online imaginary money slots. It's a, uh, yeah. We got her that yeah. Facebook or we got her the, the, the tablet. Mm. Just loves it. And what's interesting is in these numbers, that, um, that age rate, the age range that has gone up, what is it, the most is like 70 plus. Yeah. The people that are, are using, or it's jumped the most in, in users. And I look at my dad, I look at my mom, both in their 70s. Absolutely. I mean, four years ago, my mom, when she was in her 60s, didn't have a tablet. She didn't play right. any of that stuff. She wasn't on Facebook. She didn't know what Gmail was. Mm-hmm. And now, she, oh, yeah. Hi, honey. You know what I think uh, might be the today? explanation for that? Is that... That we buy it for them and say, come on, get with it? Well, I think our kids grew up in a world in which all of this was already yeah. invented and available. So it's not eye-opening for them. And for those individuals in my age range, so I guess middle age, we'll call that, mm-hmm. upper middle age, whatever, um, we're using it because... You know, we've been sort of forced into using it, but now that we've got a handle around on it, I think we're going to our parents saying, well, wouldn't it be great if you could talk to the grandkids mm-hmm. or see pictures of, um, you know, your yep. grandchildren, whatever. And so we're, and I think the older people with more 
perhaps time on their hands, retired at home, are starting to see the recreational uses of the internet and using those. So not surprising that the number, the amount of time we're spending on there, what the amount of time is and and, and how many of us are on there. The the question, you know, when you start to look at um, the question of is it improving our life or not, (laughs) is is an interesting um, as well. A lot of folks the most part say their lives are better because of the increasing use of online technology uh three over three out of five people between the ages of 15 and 65 said their life was better as a result of their use of technology from age 65 on it declined to just over half of those 65 to 74 and then continue to fall um 75 and older but then you look at the other side you know the downside of it when we talk about um what you just mentioned blurring the lines of um you know being connected all the time Mm -hmm. and feeling the need to be connected all the time because hey we don't have to be connected all the time but there's this thing again it's an it's it's an addiction we have it we're going to put it on there as you're busy on it right so yeah it's funny i know you've got stuff going on at home right but it is right but that's exactly what you're talking about so we've got an alarm system being installed in our home right now and carol's there um doing whatever she needs to do to activate it and and so on so she's texting me mm-hmm. to say hey you're the primary account holder you need to activate this and again that's the blurring of the lines the the individual my wife at home needs to get this done right now so she's asking me a question with full knowledge that, that a radio show now. just yeah. started right but she needs an answer yeah. right now we all do it to some extent oh, I absolutely think. you absolutely. know or, or you you know uh, you know that i stay up late at night and so at three in the morning four in the morning as i've told you before uh, i'll often send offers out to comedians or check on something with my agent mm-hmm. now i'm not expecting a reply at three or four in the morning but you're getting it out there That's but i'm getting it out there yeah. it's done and when i wake up hopefully I'll have a reply but I often get called out on it you know why were you trying to arrange dates at three in the morning you know your workday should have ended probably at five but it just didn't no and you know I had an email you know not too long ago that I responded back with what are you doing up so early um and um it, it came to me like at four or four thirty in the morning. I'm like, what are you up going to the gym? What are, what are you doing? Or yeah. is that you that busy? Is that your work schedule? I was just really surprised to see it. And I get that everybody works different, different hours and you know different sleep cycles. You go to bed at three at mm-hmm. three in the morning. I go to bed at nine or ten o'clock at night. And yep. that's that's the way it is. I get up at seven. You get up at noon. We find a way that makes it work, but yeah, it's just... Um, and you know, th- that's not the only downside of technology, and you and I have talked about this before, but I find technology to be cyclically frustrating at least once a week something mm-hmm. happens with one of your devices that frustrates yep. you, whether it's an update that suddenly makes software not work properly yep. or or it just simply stops working properly. Because, again, we used to buy things and expect we'd have an expectation of their lifespan. Yeah. Uh, a car, what, five to ten years? Um, you know, a television, ten years. Laptops, yeah. uh, tablets, and phones, you know, if they don't break down on their own, yeah. the newer models come out with the newer features, and you end up feeling like you have an obsolete piece of technology. It's yeah. frustrating. That, that work-life balance, I think, um, is one of the ones that we really need to pay attention to. And I know that some countries are. France um, put in some laws yes. not too long ago. There's no work after, no company <laughs> emails after 4 or It was against the law to actually communicate to on matters it. of yeah. business. right? And, and I think, <laughs> I love this idea. And I 
get that some businesses just don't work that way, or depending on what you're doing, it doesn't work that way. Um, I refuse to have have my uh, work email. <laughs> Um, linked that was to my, my inner child. Yeah, I, I was going to say, what is that? Um, I, I refuse to have my work email linked to my phone. Right. I don't. I don't want it. I will go on and usually check it once in the evening just to make sure if there's anything that I need for the next day. But I refuse to get all of those emails because otherwise you're on there all the time, and I'm already on there enough. Mm-hmm. Having said that, our job's a little tricky because we're constantly looking for you know story ideas, yes. conversation ideas. So you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, and and you're doing that, and it's hard to put that darn phone down or leave it upstairs and spend the entire evening just with your spouse. Yeah, and it seems like a simple matter to say, I just won't do it. But you think about the last listener trip we were on, and mm-hmm. by the way, we'd love to join you again, or you, you, you to join, join us, us again this year. Um, the last listener trip I was on, I got an email asking a question, business related, yeah. and I'm by the pool, and I answered it. Yeah. And then we went back and forth for a bit, and, and finally, the individual on the other end said, hey, wait a second, aren't you on vacation? And yeah, but I mean, it's a pretty simple answer. Yeah, but the other thing is that you lost all your contacts and then you went mental oh, that's right. trying to get all your contacts back in. And therein lies in. what I said earlier. Sometimes, uh, from time to time, there's some frustration, right? I added yeah. a memory card mm-hmm. to my phone and it wiped out my contacts. <laughs> I spent the better part of an afternoon in the afternoon. Dominican. Yeah. Yep, getting my contacts And you're back. like, what's your number? What's Jim's number? What's, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. Hi, Bill. Thanks for waiting. What do you want to say? Hey, it's funny you guys are talking about the downsides of uh, computers here. I'm just leaving the uh, superstore out here on the West End, and all of their machines are down now. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. no, So that's exactly what I'm talking about, right? We've become so reliant (laughs) on this technology, uh, you know, aside from the amount of time that we dedicate to it, and some more so than others. But, you know, you go to Tim Hortons, and their debit machine isn't working one morning. Like, how do I get a coffee? Yeah, well, they got, what, a good 50 people in the lines here, mm-hmm. and uh, they all standing there with their charge cards and, and their debit cards, and they can't do anything. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Hey, so the, manage, the managers are running around here with their chicken, with like a chicken with <laughs> yeah, so it's hilarious. Bill, do you have, a good one. Do you, hey, Bill, do you have like a smartphone? Yes. Do you have a smartphone? Yes. Are you on it lots? Um, no, not really. I'm kind of computer illiterate myself oh. <laughs> for an old poop like me. Poop. Yeah, so <laughs> I can do texting and, and uh, send messages to the kids, and I do a little bit of that Facebook. But yeah. other than that, I you know, something something pops up on my phone, and I'm looking at this thing. I got to take it to my kids. They eh? say, hey, what's, what's this all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> or my grandkids, eh? they'll do it too. So. Well, Bill, you don't sound like an old poop. You sound like a young <laughs> poop. <laughs> just have to tell you that. I feel like an old poop yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I'm a great one. Thanks for calling. Okay, take care. Bye. You know, um, and, and one of the things, and, I, and, I've tri- <laughs> and I've tried to tell you, you, you know, you go home and you'll, you'll check the, the Ched Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And you just, no, you, that's not your job. There's someone. There's someone's job to do all that. You don't need to do that. Do you know, that's, and I know that. Um, you're right. I get home, and among the other things I check, the Facebook yep. page for Chad. Yep. Now, we're not watching that during the show, typically, so I like to see if somebody was trying to communicate with us. Um, I'll often uh, log on to texting from home yeah, to see if any text that. came in <laughs> after 6 that we missed. I know, yeah, I know there's no need to do it. No need whatsoever. 
I, I can't even justify it, to be honest well, with you. you. Know, you're, and, and, and I say this with, you know, all, you know, my you know, my love and, you know, you're, yeah. my, you're my partner. Because you're nosy. Yes. We're, we're nosy. We, we, That's true. we are. We want to know um, what people are saying, what people are talking about, what people yes. are interested in, what what hit hit them with a topic, right? And, and that's I, that's why we do it. And there's right. there's nothing the matter with that. But yeah, sooner or later, you do have to say, okay, I, I've. Uh, well, I justify, you know, on that day in which the conversation was very engaging with our mm-hmm. listeners, that we got a lot of you know engagement both on the texting line, phone line, wherever. I I will yes, I will sometimes yeah. log on to our show and go back through the texts for the whole afternoon to see if I missed any because you know how quickly yeah. they come in and people oftentimes think we're ignoring them when in fact we're not, we're not at all it's just they come in yeah. so so rapidly you don't get to see them all um, but the way I justify that is well listen I don't have a tough job and it is only four hours a day so if I put you know another hour in after mm-hmm. that's only five and Overall, 14% of you feel that technology often interferes with your thing with with other things in life. Um, you know, they say it's it's tricky because it can help. Uh, you can be more flexible. You don't have to be at the job, but it hurts you because you're working at times when you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. May I add one more frustration? Then we'll take our break. Is when you have. A device that's working perfectly but you have to do something on it that you haven't done in a long time um, good example would be you want to take a screenshot of your phone <laughs> to send it to somebody right and you know it's simple you know there's a single button or a combination of two, two buttons, buttons that'll make it, it work um, but you can't remember what they are. So then you Google it, and it's the wrong model. And then you're like, okay, well, that didn't work. And before you know it, you're down this rabbit oh, hole, yeah. right? And you, and you just, you think you'll remember it again the next time you need to do it, but you don't, and it's frustrating. It happened on the weekend. My iPhone music started repeating <laughs> just songs. Yeah. It's played the same song over and over again. you know there's again. a way to change that. And, but... It, the new operating system, there's a new operating system, and it's changed from the last mm. one. So you keep, you know, double tap it, hit it, no, no, no. Next thing you know, exactly right. You're Googling. How, yeah. <laughs> how do I stop music from repeating itself on <laughs> I, on the iPhone 7, and iOS 11? It's like, oh, Unrelated oh sites that anyway, come up first, yeah. right? Do you want to download music? No, 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 I've no, done no, that. No, 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 no. How, not how do I get it to. <laughs> there's the shuffle button for that, or whatever yeah. it is. Anyway, uh, interesting. Some of your... Um, um, some of your <laughs> texts coming in this afternoon. 20 years in IT has taught me that computers are seriously overrated. I'd be happy if they disappeared tomorrow. It's 2.20 on this. Huh, you, 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 you've missed both hump days. Hump, hump day! day. Uh, version of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. More of your comments uh, on the text line at 6.30, 6.30. You can get a hold of us at 496-0063. Do want to touch on... Some amusing uses of technology. Absolutely. This is hilarious. Um, Plus, sometime today, we have to get to, uh, every year we do the best toys yes, going to the we'll Hall of Fame, but we have the worst toys the as worst well. The worst toys as well. But a good use of technology that probably had a few of you chuckling last night that's coming up after this. During that four-minute break, we were sitting there talking about um, external drives and how my computer, mm-hmm. my laptop, is on its last legs. It's, I think, probably seven years old now. That's it has, really old. Yes. It has every speech that I've written on it in the past, you know, seven years, yeah. eight years, all the Remembrance Day services, every gala, everything. And if I lose that, I'm hoping. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go get one of those thingies. 
You Tomorrow, know, next time weekend, I'm over at your place, you, you pour me a, I'll get a you Sailor, Sailor Jerry, okay. and I'll... Uh, I'll configure a, a, a hard drive for you and the uh, system, okay. or not system restore, but backup, okay. and schedule a time that I know okay. you won't be using the computer, and it'll get backed up, and then all you have to do after that, if you ever have that disastrous crash, yeah. is... Uh, Re, you know, get a new computer, plug this back in, and shift okay. all those files we back. We have to stop talking about it because I don't want to manifest <laughs> yeah, it. I okay. don't want to manifest it here. Uh, someone just texted and says, technology helps sell four sets of tires in my yard. Yippee! <laughs> my iPhone is also my organizer, photo album, camera, game go-to, map search, right. etc. And then someone said, yeah, Andrew, the most simple things are what we forget. It is, and that's what makes it so frustrating. And, you know, as I was mentioning to Jay as we went to that break, that I've been, you know, trying to do a radio show, obviously trying to be engaged with with you the listener and with my co-host but the installation of the of the security alarm system. the security system in my house has halted yeah. until I download an app and register it <laughs> because I'm the primary contact so all I wanted to do was I went to the store that she you know I went to the whatever play store and I just wanted to make sure I downloaded the right one. So I just wanted to send a screenshot mm -hmm. to my wife to say, is this the right app? And you're like, how do you take screenshots again? And oh, I, how long was I? Yeah. That whole first segment, I was struggling with this darn phone. This darn phone, you take screenshots with it. Now you have some sort of thing to draw on it and edit. Yes, I've seen that advertised, yeah. Okay, one of the things we did want to touch on in this last couple of minutes is something that was really good use of technology and, you know, tip of the hat, Yep. if nothing else, to um, whoever is running the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account. Doing a really good job. It's it's funny, and I I, I, I um, put some of these from the game last oh, yeah. night in order, and I thought that we could we could read some of them. And the first one that that jumped out, and this was in the I think the first period, says uh, McDavid hasn't scored on us yet, but we must be better defensively. So we must be better defensively than people get us credit for. <laughs> oh man, this game has gotten more messy than the college seasons. <laughs> of Boy Meets World. <laughs> it goes now. It's more messy than the college seasons of Saved by the Bell, and we didn't even know anything could be possibly that messy. <laughs> uh, the bad news: uh, Vegas Golden Knights saying the bad news is we getting wrecked. The good news: it'll be a lot warmer when we get to Vegas. <laughs> and uh, also good news: we live in a world with puppies. Given that we play in the same division, it's honestly terrifying how many more times we have to play against McDavid in the next twenty years. This is the. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account from yeah. the game last night. Uh, this is starting to get, uh, this is all, yeah, during the game. This is starting to get to be like it was for Apollo <laughs> Creed when Rocky didn't throw in that dang towel. Final score, them eight, us two, mood. At least it's over. <laughs> and uh, play with stats as uh, hockey teams like to do. If it means anything, six goal losses and one goal losses count the same amount in the standings, yo. <laughs> On nights like this, it's always reassuring to remember that what happens in Edmonton stands. He's in Edmonton. <laughs> and uh, the way we feel this morning after late, last night's game must be what every other team feels like when they wake up in <laughs> Vegas. It was, and that was just, you know, a It's a fun account. Them. We had a quick exchange last yep. night, the account, and I, I said I was going to call B a BS on their uh, media personality or whoever is uh, running their media account talking about how cold it is uh -huh. in Edmonton. The game is played on ice, yes. <laughs> even in the desert. And they came back and said, yo, we just playing. 
And uh, I tweeted back, not yet. No, no. It was amusing. If you if you haven't checked it out, it's at Golden Knights. Um, when I first Googled it, there was a, one that said it was the unofficial account. And yeah. then there's the official one. So That's make sure right. you get the right one there. And I just have to say, that game last night, I mean, it's fun to watch when your team is, you know, scoring every, every you know, whatever, five minutes, whatever it is. But that goalie, the, the last goalie for the Golden Knights they story. put in there. Yeah. Where was he from? Uh, he was Kelowna, playing, I think he plays. Kelowna. For, yeah. And He's I just, their fifth string goalie. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I loved, you know, the ref went by and tapped him. McDavid, yep. you know, went by, taps him. And I'm, he's probably just thinking, oh, my gosh, five more minutes of this. And you know what? Maroon uh, got a call for uh, goalie yeah. interference. Yep. And he was sort of laughing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put words to that in my mind that he was saying, okay, so we're going to go easy on the kid. Yes. Right? We're, we're not going to count that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun to see. Honestly, for me, it was fun to see the team having fun. That was it. Yeah. You know, there was, it just seemed, uh, well, obviously, this year, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nothing. It's a little bit lighter. They were looser. Yes. And again, a Got smile on the face. Got to see that face. big maroon, the big oh, rig smile. I love it. Every time I get to see the big rig <laughs> smile, it makes uh, Big Red happy, let me tell you. 2.30 News, straight up. Okay, 2.35 on this uh, Wednesday show. Thanks for joining us on a little bit of a, well, wintry, blustery day. That wind um, mm-hmm. gusting at 30 to 50 throughout the day, making that wind chill, making it feel, I think they said about minus 15 to minus 20. So heads up on that if uh, you're out and about today. How was the drive-in? When I came in at uh, 10.30, it was a little slippery. Um, there was an accident on the white mud, but that... Uh, yeah, there was, was that accident was still on the white mud. It was yeah. backed up quite a ways. Um, but what was that? Westbound, Westbound at right? Rainbow Valley, yeah. Um, not really weather related, I don't think, and certainly didn't seem to be distracted mm-hmm. uh, related either. But as I came up on ninety first mm-hmm. uh, crossing, so you know, I've turned left. I've I've exited White Mud yeah. and I've turned left, and now I'm going across and over. Uh, somebody came up from White Mud. They weren't distracted as far as I could see. They weren't on a phone or whatever else, um, but just came firing on to uh, 91st across both lanes. No, I literally had to... I've got snow tires on the car. It wasn't a matter of, oh, that was close. I had to slam on my brakes not to hit them. And no acknowledgement whatsoever that that just happened. And, you know, aside from the fact that he almost cut me off, like I say, he swung into the far left-hand lane. There was a truck coming up on my left-hand side that didn't see him either because I was blocking the view. And you just think, man, it always under any conditions, you should be more alert than that. But under these conditions, especially <laughs> alert. There was an article this week um, in uh, driving.ca and it was called uh, the 10 dumbest thing drivers do in winter. I saw that yesterday. Um, yeah. You know, why are you on the road at all? <laughs> if it's if it's that bad, don't be on the road at all. No winter tires. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, driving like an idiot because you have winter tires on. Not clearing your snow. And how many times have we seen that? I told that story about that on, yep. uh, on my road the other day. Just pulled over in the middle of the road to clear off his vehicle. Driving in big fat boots. Never thought of that. Uh, but causing, you know, talking about yeah. how tricky that can be to yeah. um, manipulate, manipulate the, the pedals. Footwear is actually really important year-round, uh, you know, in terms of what it is. Because those pedals, uh, <laughs> they're instruments mm-hmm. they're, that you need to have full control over. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of those boots, I think about this every year. The mats that are on the floor of your vehicle, mm-hmm. they get 
wet mm -hmm. as a result of, you know, the snow that uh, you track in, it melts, they get wet, right? Um, and then they freeze overnight as the car cools down and they become this odd sort of shape and, uh, you know, you need to check your mats from time to time mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not interfering with the operation of your gas pedal yeah. or your brake pedal. Because they can get all bunched up. Exactly. Uh, so driving in big fat boots, the 10 things that, uh, the 10 dumbest things drivers do in winter, uh, leaving your car on the street for the plow, just don't. <laughs> no roadside assistance. Mm -hmm. Until you need it, you don't think about it. Yep. Uh, but it's always nice to have, and you know you can't, can't call tell up you the number of times I've absolutely. used AMA. Uh, not updating your wiper blades and windshield washer fluid. Make sure that you have that. And should be and, done when you get an oil change. And uh, driving too fast, simple. Yeah, driving not uh, you know not driving for conditions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, cycling back to the winter tires for a yes. second. And a number of people will say, "Well, I can't afford winter tires," and I understand that. But it is um, a necessary. Um, piece of equipment mm -hmm. for your vehicle. If you can't afford winter tires, you really shouldn't be driving a car in the winter. It All seasons are not good enough for the weather that we're in, the temperatures that we're in. It's an expense. And I think the reason people don't see it as a component of the original expense is because they buy a car and then they think that's an add-on. It, it shouldn't yeah. be. It should be... Yeah. It, it's not something that you necessarily have to have on the car when you buy it, but it's something you have to have available to you when the weather dictates. And I have all seasons... Don't. I still have all seasons on mine yet. It hasn't been changed mm -hmm. over to winter tires. And boy, I notice it. And and, oh, yeah. and it's it's not a it's not a huge the, the first night I drove in it that first bad night I really noticed holy smokes and now I'm kind of used to it yeah um, but now because never I I always drove with all season before right. and it wasn't until the past few years I started to put winter tires on and boy you, you notice a huge you I was just huge going to say that especially that, you know yep. heading out you know sketchy road out to my yes. place yes yeah. You know, secondary lucky highways if it gets plowed. Secondary highways, um, residential streets, um, just even you know the street in front of your house in the morning. I went for years without winter tires as well because I felt the opposite of what I just said. I thought like, well, it's a big expense. Yeah. I don't get to use them all the time. But as soon as I had them on once, I, I just thought, what have I been driving on in the winter all these years? And the other thing to consider, although it is an expense, you're saving the wear and tear on your regular all-weather tires or your summer tires, so you get twice as much use out of those tires. So yeah. you will save money eventually. Someone texted in just now and said, you know what? I have winter tires for the first time. I don't notice a difference. Oh, I don't know how you yeah. don't. Yeah. Honestly, I don't find any difference from my old, uh, my all-season tires. I don't care what kind of tires you've got when it's slick. It's slick for all seasons and winter tires. I, I, I just do not find that to yeah. be true. The the difference was so noticeable. Uh, as I pulled away from the tire mm -hmm. place the first time, I thought, wow. Like, just the traction that I got, the stopping distance, yeah. everything. I find it coming up to speed, like something on, on the white mud. I just feel a little... Yeah. What's the word? It's it's almost like your car is just a little woozy or little something. Little fishtail at the yeah, back. Just yeah, just a little. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know Coach is going in to get uh, the the winter tires put on the truck today, oh, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, thank God!" Right? Like mm -hmm. it's it's just been, you know, you put it off, put it off, put it off, and then <laughs> everybody is getting the <laughs> winter know. tires put on, and you and you can't get it, and you can't get it. So yeah. Anyway, the ten dumbest things uh, drivers do in winter. I noticed uh, ran out of windshield washer fluid windshield washer fluid the other day. Huh? I'm having an issue with that right and now. Then, 
You're like, oh, it says to refill. Oh, you got lots, got lots. Of yeah, yeah. Gone. Okay, crap. Uh, I don't. I, I thought that when I last purchased, you know, we were talking about technology and mm-hmm. forgetting something. This is not technology, but I don't remember the last time I bought washer fluid. Or any time I've bought washer fluid, I assumed or I thought that I bought something that's good for all temps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other day, I went to, and it just wouldn't squirt. And I thought, oh, the motor's gone, right? But as the car, war- you know, when the car warmed up a couple of days yeah. later, it squirts now. So I'm thinking it froze in the line. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I don't know what washer fluid is in there, but I'm going to have to drain it and top, replace well, it. Top or, it up with the minus 40 stuff. I guess, Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the sailor, dump some of that in there. <laughs> hey, Jeff, what's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Is that better? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Okay. Um, perhaps the person who couldn't find much of a difference putting on winter tires was driving an all-wheel drive vehicle. Maybe, you yeah. Divide the power between four wheels. Um, your chance of slipping isn't as great. Winter tires do make a big a difference, but does so does all-wheel drive. Okay. Uh, and <clears throat> I think the best thing that people can do, you see truck drivers don't have winter tires, and yet they get into very few accidents because they're professionally trained. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that people <laughs> can do is take learning how to drive very seriously. Mm-hmm. And people don't in this country. They don't in the United States. They don't do it in Canada. And uh, I think it's a joke. I think people should be taking lessons upwards, you know, where, they, where you're spending the kind of time where you're spending upwards of $5,000 to get your license. <laughs> and I know that sounds outrageous, but when you consider all the conditions that we're in uh, and that we have to drive in, it's, it's money well spent. Uh, the... Um, the number one thing that you can have as far as being a good driver is concerned is, is a great attitude. Not necessarily being a meek driver. Uh, in fact, I could tell you, keep you online for a couple of hours with the uh, god-awful speed limits that are in this town. Uh, but um, know when you can be aggressive in your driving and know when you can't. And people don't take it seriously. And the younger generations are getting worse and worse and worse because they don't think of, first of all, they're not that attracted to owning a vehicle anymore like they used to be. Secondly, it's just something that they have to do to get from one place to another. Mm. And I've seen so many of them doing other things in the vehicle rather than spending focusing on the road. That I see a lot of adults doing that, too, though. Yeah, so you know yeah. what? Uh, but that, yeah, but the younger uh, yeah. generation is worse than all of them. Oh, there yeah, I've, I've driven with my son. Yep. Here's the thing. You're combining two thoughts there and both valid that you have students who are too easily getting or, or, or younger folks too easily getting their licenses. Yep. Um, and at a time when technology is suddenly being introduced into the vehicle as a distraction. And what I find like I, I finally followed through on what I said I would do. I took the kids out in the winter in a parking lot and got them to to make a hard turn at 50 and see what happens to the car because I don't want it to be a surprise. But I got to be honest with you, you're you're a driver yourself? Yeah, I'm a class one driver and uh, accumulated amount of money I've spent on my license is over 22 grand. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I find as well driving at night, and I do it a lot, uh, you know, and and down secondary highways, Mm -hmm. whenever I'm with somebody like one of my kids or my wife and they'll say, oh, it's really foggy tonight. I said, it's foggy every night. 
Alberta is just a weird province for weather. There's always something going on in the province of Alberta, and you really need to experience it and and prepare for it and be ready for it the next time. Visibility is so poor in Alberta so often, and it seems to come as a surprise. Then you hear about these accidents at intersections. Well, how could you not see that other vehicle coming? You have no idea what it looks like at night. Am I not right? And and the weather seems to change right around Red Deer all the time. Up in the Swan Hills, just north and and slightly west of Edmonton, that entire area just gets inundated with fog banks all the time. And it's, uh, it's, it's dangerous, and people don't take driving seriously enough. Yeah, I agree. And, and they just, that's the number one problem with, with, with uh, driving today. They just don't take things seriously enough. The vehicles are designed better and better, uh, and they handle better and better uh, all the time. But we're not seeing the same kinds of uh, reductions in accidents because uh, the drivers are dumbing down. Jeff, it's always great It's always great to hear from you. Thank you so much yeah, for thanks. giving us a shout. Appreciate it. Love hearing from Jeff because he calls, he calls in when we're talking about yeah, driving and sure. I appreciate that. We need to take a break right now. David, Jed, Dell, all of your phone calls up next. Okay, it's 2.51, got a full bank of phone calls, so we'll probably be taking this uh, through the 3 o'clock hour. Let's start here. David, you want to talk about snow tires? I want to talk about snow tires, but I also want to talk about the last guy that was on. There's just as many bad truck drivers as there are bad car and small truck drivers because I've been in... People try to intimidate me and drive me off the road because they're in a hurry before now. All big truck drivers, and one of them actually passed... Uh, ten minutes later, he was in the middle of a field where mm. he missed a turning and gone off. But to get back to the, to the tyres, anybody that's intending to keep a vehicle for more than sort of five years, buy a new set of rims. Keep your, tire, your summer tyres on one set, your winter tyres on another set. When you take them to the, to the shop to get them changed, they charge you about 50 bucks to switch them and rotate them, where if they've got to take them off the rims... Then they have to rebalance the whole thing when they put the the new the different ones on, and it costs you four times as much. So yep. you get your money back over two or three years. I, I haven't quite done that yet. I, I take mine to uh, Cal Tire and they put them in storage for me, mm-hmm. and then they swap them out for me. But I only have the one set of rims. But yeah, I've thought about that as well. Like even if I got just some really ugly, cheap seasonal rims, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, for it's the winter winter. tires, right? Some cheap rims for the winter. Yeah. You're not going to. Nobody's going to see him anyway. So it's not like anybody's exactly. going to say, "Oh, Andrew's falling apart." <laughs> <laughs> they, they say that anyway, no matter what my rims look like. <laughs> Thanks, David. Great to hear from you, Jed. Hey, what's on your mind, Jed? Hey guys, Hi. I do that for a living. I deliver tires. I work for a tire warehouse. Yeah. On an average day, thirteen to fifteen hundred tires in town. That's not including our uh, couriers that go out in the country. Well. We do uh, BC, Alberta. Now, as far as uh, snow tires, mm-hmm. for sure. You put four on, you get your rims, and away you go. Um, t- driving, I do that for a living also. I'm on the road from 7 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock at night, and some of the things you see are just amazing. Mm-hmm. 
it's you, crazy. You got to pay attention, people. You want to hear something amazing? Yep. This text came in as you were uh, talking. Winter tires. Ha ha. What a joke. Uh, learn yep. physics. Might be more helpful. Uh, breaking weight and distance versus surface resistance. I guarantee you that's a guy who hasn't lost control on a corner yet, but he will. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, I inherited a car this year, a little car. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.